Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Man, show in front of the show, Coach Greg Lansing and the NSA Sycamores won last night against Evansville, and they're playing well in the, in the Valley right at 13 season. Coach, 13 wins in a COVID year. Gotta feel good about that, buddy. Yeah, we do. And the guys, you know, it's uh, from this summer when we, when we were hit with the COVID stuff and we still had the guys here, uh, they've just been an unbelievable group handling the protocols and everything they're doing. And with seven new guys, uh, you know, it took us a while to really become a team, but we're getting there and uh, the, the, they're being repaid. You know, we've won 10 of our last 12 and uh, we're really coming together. Now, Coach, let's go back to about a year ago in March, man. It was like my birthday, March, March 11th. Everything kind of shut down, right? So how was it for you guys, man? The, the tournament was already over for you guys. So I guess you guys was on spring break, and then all of a sudden you, they, you went off campus and it was gone until the summertime. How was that feeling your staff and having the guys go from online campus to online virtual, so keeping them academically eligible and also mentally as well when they're away from you guys all the time? Yeah, all those things you're talking about, boss. I mean, it was crazy. You know, we're, we're all getting ready to go out on the road recruiting, and all of a sudden everything is shut down. And we had a couple scholarships to give yet, and, and, and we got a Tobias uh, Howard Jr. from right there in ATL, and, and uh, we got, took two fifth-year transfers there late, and so our team was complete. And it was just really something where the Zoom calls and the phone calls and the FaceTimes and the text messages – uh, you really had to uh, had to do a lot of that. And you do worry about the guy's mental health. I mean, we, we talk a lot about it. We have different people uh, working with our guys because you can't be a normal student right now. I mean, you oh, yeah. are you yeah. are you have to stay away. You can't have a social life. You don't have people in the stands to cheer for you at your at your game. So there's a lot of things that's been really difficult about it. But I'm just so proud of how our group that they've been mature about it. And, and we decided from the star boss, we're just hey, we get a play. So we, let's be thankful for that. Uh, a lot of teams didn't don't have the opportunity that we're having. So let's represent all of those people and let's uh, always stay positive, but let's really look out for each other. And coach, I feel like advisors, academic advisors, coaches, man, played a major role because, you know, keeping the guys academically stable is what you want to do and some guys from like I know me coach if I was back home virtual it would suck for me man so I know some <laughs> guys love it some guys don't so have the active advisor and your assistant coach really help your young men talk about how his key day was this offseason for you guys keeping your guys grades up where you want to be oh you know it's I give all the credit to my staff and our academic advisors here um last semester 
every every sports team, uh, every team's GPA, cumulative GPA was above 3.0. Wow. Every team. So, and I, I, that's unheard of. And men's basketball, we had a 3-2. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's incredible, uh, the, the effort and the time that our staff puts into it. And to give a lot of the guys credit. Now, we, you know, we, when we recruit them, we tell them we're going to have a lot more rules academically than, than anything else. You're going to go to class and you're going to do what you're supposed to and you're going to act right. And um, a, lot of it is, a lot of it has been online. So, uh, but with the computers and the stuff, you can check on them and make sure uh, they're doing what they need to do. But we got good, good guys here that uh, are, are um, good students that, that, that uh, um, are conscientious about it. And uh, obviously we focus on it. And coach, for this summer, man, those, those Zoom calls, I know for me, coach, with my interns, hearing them talk to me about their life experiences on Zoom, where I couldn't be near them, was like, for me, made me a better leader, a better mentor, and a better boss, per se, because I am their boss. So, like, for me, it made me better. How was it for you hearing your guys' experiences from different backgrounds and your team express themselves about what's going on in the country with social injustice, the elections, just yeah. life in general, and mental health being away from each other? How are those Zoom calls you guys had, coach? There's there's so many forms right now, boss, and it and it's something to where um, you're thankful for the position that you're in, and you're thankful for the group of people around you. Um, but me, I'm a, as as a white male and coaching uh, a, a lot of black uh, athletes, black black males. Uh, this is something where this discussion is out there now, and we need to. I'm personally taking it uh, to heart, and it, we're not going to let it be quiet now. We're not. We're you know, if there's people that okay, we heard. We heard all the stuff. We heard the protests. We got it. We understand. No, no, no. That that's not the way it's done. It's uh needs to be a continuous conversation, and and uh, there are so many things uh, that we have to uh, have to take into consideration. And I like being face to face with the guys. Oh, you know, yes. I love them, and I, I like to tell them. But I think with all these forums and all these things, especially the social injustice and all the crazy stuff with the election, we've really had some good talks, and and it needs to continue. And coach, though, for me, coach, I had no idea how impactful my show was to the pandemic because people tell me all the time, shame me, share my story. If I grew up in Atlanta, not having much being poor to where I am today, I'm, I'll be 34 years old in March. So I've come a long way from the kid who had nothing who lived by the, the, the dome. So I could look yeah. at the dome and see what the Falcons play, but I couldn't go to the game. So yeah. for coming from that coach to where I am today and having my listeners hear that from me and help them navigate life and understand that you can make it, but it takes, takes a lot to get there, right? You know, perseverance and this being together and have people who really care about you because I know as when I was growing up coach, a lot of people didn't care about us over here in Vine City. We was right. kind of forgotten. We didn't, didn't care about us over here. So like, you know, I want to be using my shows as a great Blake vehicle to help my community over there where people can't say, hey, we need to help the people over there by the, by the arena, by the stadium because they don't have a lot of coaches. For me, this summer has been for me a lot of Talking, I didn't know I, that I know it meant anything, coach. To this, I, I, I swear to you, coach. Nobody took me like, JR, thank you for all doing this. Thank you for talking about these topics because, man, coach, I had no idea that people really cared that much hearing me talk about my upbringing and my life experiences to where I am today. You keep doing what you're doing, man. You know, you're a great example for, for young guys um, coming from, you know, we, we coach a lot of guys from different backgrounds and, and to be able for them to see, you know, the local kids down there to be able to see all that you've accomplished. And, um, you know, we all deal with our own hardship, hardships. And that's a great thing about being on a team is you, you go through it together. You don't have to uh, deal with it on your own. You've been on teams, but you've also had to deal with a lot, a lot of uh, personal stuff as you keep climbing. 
I like to think I've hit every step on the way up as a coach. You know, I didn't have the the big last name. I was no great Division One player, so I've I, I had to work to get to where I'm at. And I'm a lot older than you, but uh, I'm proud of what you're doing and and uh, the type of guys we got on our team. We got guys that are going to be examples like you. And coach, though, know, for me, I told a story about this in '94. I was seven years old, coach. I didn't meet my first white kid, Mexican kid, Asian kid. So I played travel baseball. I hadn't met anybody besides black people till I was seven years seven years old, coach. And coach, I didn't care about who where their race were. I wanted to get get out of town on the weekends and travel, play baseball, play in Florida, Alabama. I yeah. didn't care. I didn't care what race they were. I was seven years old, coach. I went in the hood for, for a few days. I was happy. Yes, let's win the baseball yeah. game. So sports is like we're all together about a common cause to win the game. We didn't care that I'm from the hood. You're from That's right. you're, from, you're from Alabama. You're from the country part of Georgia, down south Georgia. I we we yeah, no matter where you're going home to, which was you're going home. You the bus coach and traveling, hit the ball and win the game, coach. So sports for me it showed me about diversity. It was for me for sports, and I feel like we can use our sports platforms. You as a coach, me as a radio host, to show that hey, we can all come together with common interests and common goals. It's all about having a good time, learning for each other, and being a family and being from a weak mentality and being good together. Yeah, I mean, I, I grew up uh, in, in a, just a, a completely white uh, town, but uh, I give my parents all the credit for how they brought me up. It's race was never an issue. Um, you know, m growing up, it was watching the athletes and the games on TV to, to see a black guy. Then getting into college, playing basketball, uh, and, you know, being I got to be be around uh, some African-American guys and that in school. And um, I, got, I may be an old white guy now, but I'm a hip-hop junkie, so I, I love all that stuff. So, um you know, it, it makes you think a lot. And, and, and as a, a, a older white guy, again, that um, the advantages and the experiences uh, that I've had that's, that a lot of uh, African-Americans and, and other races have to go through. And so with, with all those social injustice and the things that's happening, I'm, I'm glad it's much more in the forefront because everybody needs to, to uh, put themselves in other people's shoes, so to speak. And I, I credit Randy Peel, Frankie Allen, Sal Alexander, all these guys who was in my life. George, George Pacito as well. All these guys was in my life as a young kid to help steer me away. Because, Coach, my mom was from Nashville. So yeah. I wouldn't see Don Meyer and Rick Burry as a kid, right? So that yeah. helped me kind of have an idea that I can, you know, do this. You know, my dad's in Atlanta. My mom's in Nashville. So I, I had – guys in summer camps who were told who gave me confidence I could do something I chose football rather than basketball but still those guys as a young kid helped me to where I am today and I tell my all the time come on my show thank you for helping me as a, as a, as a child because you are you all did a lot for me you didn't realize oh, this five six year old kid from Atlanta who just helped it was mom for summertime just you're looking at me positively helped me to where I am today yeah, there's no question. And, and you know, my dad was a, a high school coach, so I was around a uh, – he's still the best coach I've ever been around. So growing up and being around him and, and just learning the work ethic of things, but also all the – I played every sport. I had great coaches along the way that, that just because my dad was a coach in the school, they didn't treat me any, any better. You know, they, were, they had higher expectations of me. And then going throughout uh, college and, and uh, being around other coaches, we do have a – a special forum to be able to touch the lives of, uh, of young men. And that's what we try. That's our bigger job. It, it, I'm a competitor and I want to, I want to, we get in a, on the court together, you know, I'm going to try to kill you to beat you, but uh, away from it, uh, our bigger job is to, is uh, set examples and, and teach our guys 
um, happy, productive uh, citizens moving forward. And coach, you know, this year for you guys, coach, the ramp up, you know, I'm playing 21 games in February. That's unheard, that's unheard of. So getting better every day, practices and games while winning has to feel good knowing you have, they have the Valley Tournament coming up here in a couple of weeks here. Yeah, knocking on wood because uh, our guys, uh, again, we, we've had a low number of, of uh, uh, COVID issues and uh, they can't have social life. Uh, I was a little nervous when the second semester started where the guys are supposed to go back in class and be around other people that don't have to follow the protocols. But our guys are focused. They're, they're uh, f certainly feel fortunate to, to have the season that we're having. And we have to continue it. We have a little break here. Uh, we don't play this weekend. We out of our last two conference games uh, next weekend before we go to St. Louis. And I just got out of a meeting. We, gotta, we have to quarantine for, for a week before we go there. And then we're there. We can't like my I can't my wife can't be in we can't be in the same room. Uh, wow. We're, we're going to have our own floor and and be separate from that. But but it is what it is. You know it's it's unprecedented. I tell our guys all the time you're having to go through what no no athlete ever has. Oh yes. Um, but again, we get a play. You got there right in coach. Talk about Tyreek. Cooper and Jake, your, your, your big three, as I call it, Coach. Those young men are really helping your roster this year, man. They're playing really well. And they're young enough that you'll have them next year as well. <laughs> they, yeah. they, so they, I feel like you have some brewing real good there with the Sycamores, Coach, with those three young men you have there. Yeah. Well, we'll start with Tyreek. He had 34 again last night. He's he's number six on the all-time list. And we we didn't play a game in November. So, I mean, he, he'd be even higher. He had some things taken away from him. Uh, to where his records maybe could have been uh, increased a little bit. He's a two-time first-team All-League guy. He'll certainly be uh, first-team again this year. Uh, Jake LaRavey, only a sophomore. Um, I feel like he's one of the best players in this league and a very, very bright future because he's, he's going he's gonna to get a lot better. And Coop, you know, a local guy here that uh, has just continued to improve. He's a great team. He's, he's very talented. You know, people thought in high school he was just a shooter, uh, but he can do a lot of different things. And uh, we're starting a freshman point guard from Frisco, Texas, and another sophomore in Trey Williams, who I think is should be on the all-defensive de team. So I like this group, man. And you talk about uh, the future. It could be bright. And you got my mouth to bench Tobias from Lothonia, Georgia, which is really, literally about 20 minutes from my house right now, where I'm at right now. Yeah. So tell us about Tobias and what you saw in that young man to bring him into your program as a grad transfer from Towson. Well, we, you know, we like the experience. And he and Randy Miller both, Randy played at North Carolina Central. Um, just with the group of guys we have, I mentioned, you know, we started a freshman and two sophomores. We needed some veteran guys to go to on a already made team, but we needed – uh, to increase our depth. And both those guys have played in uh, good programs. They've played in big-time games and big-time atmospheres. They're very good basketball players and good guys off the court. Now, Coach, for this year, man, um, playing back-to-backs, how's that been for you and your voice, first and foremost, on the screen, back-to-back, <laughs> gazing guys and referees, man? How's it been on you? And how's it been for the players, man, to recover from that back-to-back? Because -back? You know, covering the Hawks, I see how they, those guys are. Back-to-back, yeah. -back, them legs get – second half they're dead so it's just pretty yeah. much the battle of who make, making the miss and that, that after that so how's it for you personally perfect for the for these back-to-backs and your players as well it uh you know I got coaching genes my, my dad's a coach so my voice <laughs> recovers pretty quick you know guys are kind of surprised that I can but I'll tell you what after the second one I'm wiped out I mean I am tired and I don't play a second so I know our guys are tired but we've been pretty scientific about it boss uh you know we we uh, document uh, their with their weight. We and we go 
we tell them how much they have to drink and how much they have to eat. We personally were feeding them, we getting them those things. And uh, you go, uh, the staff will be up all night getting ready uh, for the next game, watching the film and breaking it down and what we did well and, and what we need to improve on. And then the next day, it's pretty mental. But we got some tough guys. Our, our, our second day, uh, we've really been good. We've been tough as heck. And that just speaks volumes of the guy's resiliency. Now, Coach, you can keep recruiting via Zoom. I know that that helps with the money for us traveling, but I know you want to be see guys in person. So we still kind of recruit via Zoom for your 22 classes and beyond because I feel like it's, it's you really want to see them in person. I, I, I would hate yeah, to really yeah. have to go get entrance off of Zoom like I had to this year. It really sucked, <laughs> you know, yeah. but having to choose off the Zoom. But how, how's it for you guys having to recruit players? You want to see them in person, see their families, and see how they actually play, not just watch film yeah, on them. And, they, and, and they, just pushed, they just pushed it back through May again. So we're, we're not going to be able to do it. And we're lucky. Uh, like you said, we got Tobias and Randy uh, for last year's team about a year ago uh, at this time. Um, and we had two young guys committed, or they've actually signed another kid from Texas and then a local uh, young man. And we have one scholarship that we can use right now. But it is, you know, it's all by Zoom. It's uh, you're watching, um, you get stuff online, the games of, of these guys. It's different. I hate it. Like you said, it sucks. Yeah, it sucks not being able to be face to face with recruits and their families. And and some of the stuff like our, our, our one of our kids we signed just had a senior night and as a head coach I've always gone to our signees uh senior nights and I and I can't do that so it uh, uh it's tough uh we don't like it but it, like you say it'll save some money uh but everybody has to deal with it yeah because like for me I can't go see none of my friends in Georgia, Georgia Tech when they play Georgia Tech or Kennesaw or Mercer or, or Georgia State I can't see anybody because you know it's funny uh coach Riley at South Alabama came to town and played the Georgia State he's like where are you at man <laughs> they, the, they won't let me in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I can't yeah. come by and say, hey. He said, nope, you weren't part of the tier one quarantine. You, you got to be a media. You can get in. You should be able to get in, go in there and say you got work to do. They said, no, not no, nobody's allowed <laughs> in. Not even for you. So, like, okay. So, I have been nowhere, coach. I have not seen anybody this year other than on Zoom or radio show or via text or FaceTime. That's all I saw people this year. I can't go see them in person no more say, hey, what's up to them when they come play here? In town. It sucks. We had a few. We had a few. Uh, Evansville opened up when we played at their place, and they let, allowed twenty five hundred in. So our games have just been family. That's it. And um, so a bunch of our fans went down there, and we, there are fans. Our small group of fans were louder than the Evansville fans. So it's really neat, and it, you could just see the difference in our guys. They were so juiced and energized just by having a small group in there. So you know, it's tough. They don't. They don't get to get cheered for this year. They don't get to get oh, yeah. stand up and applause. Uh, and we had our senior night last night. We couldn't have guys in here, um, people in here. So it, it is difficult, and I feel for the guys. That's one for you, Coach. This what was your quarantine hobby? Mine was playing the guitar, Coach. I, I, I can I can I can do some stringing. I, I can play the guitar and string. What was your quarantine hobby, now, Coach? I, I, the wife and I got on Netflix, and we went through some <laughs> some series. You know, I I'm all about especially when there's no games on. But now that there's games back on, I'm usually pretty much watching those. But uh, it's been Netflix. No doubt. Well, Coach Lance, thank you for your time today, as always. Let's catch up with you, man. Let's let's see this Valpo next week, and I'll definitely be watching for you guys in the, in the Valley Tournament. Hopefully, I'll see you in March again when you go go to the big dance for, for, for the ticket. All right, man. I, pre I appreciate you, boss. Coach, anytime, buddy. You be safe, man. You too. Thanks. All right.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.